Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. This is exceptional. If we could have one of the two games come down to the last nap, we'll take that. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. How does both games coming down to the last nap try that one on for size? The Rich Eisen Show. That's what happened. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Fox Sports College football analyst, Bruce Feldman. Plus, ESPN NFL insider, Adam Schefter. And now, it's Rich Oh, this is going to be great. This show is going to be great. And I don't usually say that to start a show. Uh, I only say that on shows I want you to watch. So, (laughs) no. It's going to be a great show. We're going to have some great conversation over the next three hours. Honestly, I just watched the show open here on Roku, you you know, and listened to it. Obviously, for those who are listening on our terrestrial radio network, Sirius XM Odyssey, and more, we say good Wednesday to you. Uh, I'm just like thinking. All right, I love talking to Chris Long, Adam Schefter. I've known since college, and we haven't talked to him in a while. We haven't talked to him in a while. Um, and you know, obviously, today's a big day to be talking to him in, in advance of Week 18. So much at stake, so much on the line, so much going on. And now that we know who's going to get the first overall pick in the draft, it's going to be the Bears. And what are they thinking? And the and 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 there's winning in scenarios uh, for the Bills, uh, for the Colts, for the Texans. They play each other. There's a winning in scenario for the Green Bay Packers, right? I mean, there's a winning in scenario for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then there's a, let me make sure I get this correct. Uh, there is a win and clinch the division scenario for the Jaguars. And so there, there, there's a lot at stake on all those fronts. And, um, and, and uh, so ad- having Adam on today is great. And then, obviously, um, having him on after Michigan makes the national championship next Monday against Washington, that's going to be a lot of fun. And then Bruce Feldman comes in studio from Fox Sports and The Athletic, and uh, so much to talk about with him in the college football world. And uh, I'm just going to be straight up with you guys uh, in studio and for you, ladies and gentlemen, who are listening and watching right now. When Bruce Feldman walks in here, (laughs) and as you know, Last week, he put out a story of unnamed coaches who all played against Michigan and said that all of them, he said they all of them, all of them said Alabama's going to win this game. So when Bruce Feldman comes in here, middle of the show, I want names. I want answers. (laughs) I will be able to handle the truth. 
I want names and I want answers. Who are these people? Because they should be held accountable. Show me where they rest. For their, and for I their shall opinions? hold them accountable. For their opinion. For their opinions. Okay. Because they were conflicted biased opinions. <laughs> Didn't align with Excuse yours. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's what opinions This are. is the Michigan versus everybody attitude. I'm taking it to the final gun. On Monday night. Because who knows? If Jim goes, he's, oh. it's another thing to ask uh, uh, Schefter about. You know? Jim goes. Michigan versus everybody goes, too. Another reason why I want Jim to stay. I want this. I'm kind of digging this Michigan versus everybody thing. I didn't think I'd start the show this way. But I, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's now coming out of me. I would say we spent 45 minutes trying to figure we were, out what the we show is. We were going back and forth. Like, what are we going to start with? What are we going to start with? And here I am. Just let it go, baby. You want me to talk with my chest. You need me to talk with my chest. You know how I feel about it. I'm talking with my chest. Say it. Honor, code, loyalty. Yes. You use him as a punchline. Who's going to tell me something different? You, Lieutenant Feldman? <laughs> so what I'm going to say to Bruce when he comes in here later? I wish you would. Without the overtones of the movie. <laughs> One of my favorite Kevin Pollock stories ever. Just take some pieces. No, from but it. seriously, I want answers because it didn't go that way on Monday, did it? No. It looked it was going that way, well, and then the and then half. Michigan dug their heels in and took advantage of mistakes that Alabama was taking advantage of all day long. So here we are. On a day that I want answers, and I'm going to get them <laughs> from Bruce Feldman, <laughs> because it's a day for it's 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 great. Uh, I can't. I honestly, in all seriousness, I'm waking up every day saying I can't believe Michigan's still playing football. Are you nervous yet? Um, no. Okay. No, great. no. Just checking back in. I, I'm not nervous yet. Um, I I I believe in the way that the because the way that they they coach this game. Jim and his staff, Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator, and Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator. I mean, they were—they both got deep in their bags, and I trust them to get deeper into their bags over the next five days. And um, and obviously, Washington is a stout opponent that believes in what they believe, which is their year too. It's going to be a great game, fourteen and zero versus fourteen and zero. I am hyped for it. I am not nervous for this. I am hyped for it. Because I was hearing all that stuff from the Bruce Feldman's of the world, even though he said he thought Michigan was going to win. So that's that's what's going to happen. I'm going to demand answers. He's going to look at me like, what are you looking at I, me I for? Michigan. I picked Michigan. Right. Get off my back. <laughs> right. But it's Michigan versus everybody. And that includes Bruce now. Oh. Yeah. I'm turning, my, I'm turning <laughs> on him. What else am I going to do? <laughs> so... And where, where's Feinbaum? I want him. Wow. <laughs> going on. So you, is, Lieutenant Feinbaum? I would say, is Feinbaum Where is the, he? the Kendrick in this situation? No, although, didn't you tell me that he's he's flipped? Didn't you tell hey, me, TJ, he's yeah, flipped? He said he spent a week on campus hey. in Ann Arbor. He, I think he backpedaled. I think okay. between you and Ric Flair, you guys chopped Woo. him down so much that he, he, he took back what he said. So, headline. I'm still feeling it. I'm still feeling it. Let's just oh, one in. more time. One more. This one last thing. Yeah, yeah, Let me yeah. do this. I'm gonna go all in. Please do. You want me to go all in? You know I I'm love going it. all the way in. Wow. I dig it the most. I'm going all the way in to start wow. this show. I'm because yesterday I was kind of still feeling warm and fuzzy. I was with my wife. Well, I was with my kids. My wife. You know, well, it was a fun. You know, you're I know. In the glow, the me, me, me yeah. and Dave Portnoy. Who knew we were the odd couple? I'm Felix. He's Oscar. The friendship. You know what I mean? And I've been Oscar my whole damn life. 
<laughs> Honestly. Susie's cleaning up my desk every single day. <laughs> Finding stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and books. At any rate. While well, I'm still feeling it. Let's go. You know what it's like right now? <laughs> you know what it's like right now? You ever see those 80s movies where where uh, <laughs> where they transform bodies? You know what I mean? Yeah, like Freaky Friday? But I know. Yeah, or, or uh, 18 again, George Burns. Yeah. Where you've got an 18-year-old body and an 18-year-old is walking around acting like an old man. Yeah. Big, uh, right? You big, change, yeah, yeah, kind of, of course. Although he didn't change bodies. Mannequin, but not really. Oh, okay. I, I, By the way, the 80s movies, I wasn't talking about, like, Shannon Tweed or something like, like that. That's why you like, started laughing. I'm a, I, almost had, I almost had my own Reese Davis Lank moment with like, you guys here like, on the hey, set. Whoa, 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 Okay. Whoa. So, no, no, this is what I'm talking about. Let me start, because yesterday was all about the warm and fuzzies. I like Shannon Tweed movies. You know, remember those movies wow. where you transform bodies? Yeah. It's Michigan and Ohio State. You transformed bodies. We're the ones playing in the natty. We're the ones going to the college football playoffs every year. And they're the ones wondering about their coach. I'm loving seeing all the Ohio State fans wondering if Jim Harbaugh was right about their coach being born on third base after all. And this team, Michigan, is playing decisively and physically and brilliantly and they are overcoming their own mistakes they're not playing perfectly my god if they play a perfect game on monday night i'm sitting in a rocking chair and i believe that but michigan rarely plays bowl games perfectly <laughs> and and all of that washington is an incredible opponent but ohio state scoring three points against missouri <laughs> i used every fiber of my being to not reach for my telephone <laughs> and just start typing away the nastiest stuff and hit send. Going full Breer. Breer. I almost went full Breer. Never and even he, Never he went full Breer after Michigan won. Deleted it. Did he delete it? Yeah. I he didn't delete it. I couldn't find it. Looked, he did not delete saying, gee, damn it. I hate them. He did not. We have receipts. We have the receipts on the Rich Eyes, and there it is. We even bleeped out. We even blurred out his curse. Then you guys caught the screen grab. I oh, hate them. Nope, go Texas, there. go Washington. Nope, he doesn't right. delete his still Michigan there. spite. I respect that. Okay. He doesn't delete that stuff. You're right. Still there. Guess what? I've got the receipts, and I just held back because I'm like, you know what? I'm above it, and plus, you know, I'll wait till we make the national championship. But three points against Missouri. Don't worry, Ohio State fans. We took care of business against the SEC for you. I mean, not to defend Ohio we did State, it. but the quarterback they were preparing to play for a whole month did get injured immediately. Oh, and also uh, the quarterback that they had and let walk, who they gave the scholarship to instead of J.J. McCarthy. He's on Syracuse right now. I love it. There Five you go. Kyle McCord, let's go. Good luck to you and cue, you. Cue some Tony okay. next year. So, yeah, no, I understand. Things happen. You know. Things happen. I don't know Things you, happen. You always make me defend Ohio State. Things right? happen <laughs> like, you know, three straight losses to Michigan. I When the first Michigan win over Ohio State hit, it was like, okay, you had your fun. Nice outlier. Wait till you come to the shoe next year. Then they go to the shoe, and then they beat them, 
and then the next year again and playing in the natty. So one last thing here. I, I, I don't – you could call in and I'll ask Adam about it. I have no idea if Harbaugh's leaving. None. Zero point zero. And all you got to do to know about how can he just live in his own world and how can he just be the happy-go-lucky guy that he is right now with all this stuff that's happening, all you got to do is look at that video. Do you see his parents? Do you see that video that went viral of his parents talking about sitting where they sit in their chairs and how, uh, you know, they're superstitious? <laughs> that's where they, The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. God, I love those people. And that's how we're starting the show today. How about that? I love it when the plan comes if together. The plan comes together. I oh, didn't think I'd go all in. It wasn't the plan. It wasn't the plan. My uncle asked me when I was home for Christmas, he's like, what do you guys do to get ready for the show? And I tried to explain to him. Well, we, oh, we have plans. We kind of yeah, have a plan. Sometimes they you know, get a little derailed. Omaha. You know? Omaha, yeah. We got, here we go. And let's see how Earth responds to that. <laughs> you know, and Schefter's on coming up in, in, in the third hour, and he's like, you know, Harbaugh's going to entertain offers from the NFL, and I'm sure Adam will say that again in the third hour. Of course he's going to entertain offers from the NFL. You know why? He's entertained offers from the NFL every single year that he's beaten Ohio State. Last three years, he's entertained offers because he's a hot coach, and he wants to go back to the NFL. Does that, does that surprise anybody? No. No. And every single year, we're left in Michigan's world – wringing her hands over it because what if he leaves? Or now what if he stays? How does that hurt our recruiting? Look at the team he put look at the team he just put out there in the Rose Bowl. So and keeping coaches, it just gets better. I don't we're all paying rent in his world right now. And of course, obviously Washington plans to evict him, which they may do on Monday night. But at this point in time, I'm happy, and I want answers from Bruce Feldman in hour two. You want names. I want names. I already know some of the names. I don't know. You know some of the names. You know it. (laughs) Shiano's got to be one of them. Franklin. Franklin's got to be one of them. Ryan Day's got to be one of them. Oh, God, really? Against Alabama? Against Nick Saban? He's going to coach rings around him. Oh, and by the way, did you see the Michigan assistant that they hired? Remember we talked about that guy, the former oh, yeah, linebacker yeah, yeah, coach? Yeah. Guess who's no longer on his staff there in Alabama? Oh, he get like that? Hey, he's Washington. He's free. You want to go grab him? That would be hilarious if they Washington signed him for the next couple of days. <laughs> for hire. <laughs> a lot of good it did him. All the, tell, him all, tell him all about the tendencies Sharon Moore is going to break. Oh, I am feeling so good right now. Had no idea we we're going to start the show this way, which makes me feel better because of the stuff that we were going to talk right now. We got still in our back pockets, hey. put on the table, like Mike Vrabel saying the Titans have everything to play for this week, and meaning it, yeah, and making you want to run through a brick wall when he says it. Also, the team that I believe that is the most at stake this very weekend. I've got my power rankings. Power. And it was so great to do them from uh, from uh, vacation last week because you guys weren't interrupting with oh, your man. opinions Here's and stuff. You guys, we don't interrupt. You do all the time. Me? Me, specifically. Yes, you. Specifically. Specifically TJ Jefferson. You don't interrupt 
as much as others. Okay, I'm just... <laughs> or wait a minute. I, let me correct that. You don't interrupt as much as other. <laughs> I don't mean to give plural. Other. Look, I just give it You're back like to you. You're like the other from, uh, from Lost. Remember the others from Lost? I never watched Those weirdos. Lost, but thank you. Okay. Did you call me a weirdo? I did. You called my son an idiot. <laughs> and by the way, your wife was about to th- I throw know. hands with him last night, too. I know. I was here for it. Except my trade. <laughs> At any rate, Chris Long's coming up next from a Greenlight podcast. I can't wait to ask him, what will players on the Ravens and Steelers think that obviously the Ravens are already through? Well, let's just go with the Steelers. They've got to win this football game on Saturday. They are the first team up. What do they think when they hear the officiating crew for their game is the ones that officiated the Lions and the Cowboys? That after what we saw in front of the whole country, and now they must... Okay, I'm not going to go all in on this right now. I would think, Rich. Now, there may be some extenuating circumstances we are unfamiliar with. Okay? With what... What Brad Allen was told and what he heard and what we and that they're just letting it lie, but now they're doubling down on it because the officiating crew that appeared to or the head ref who appeared to screw up the eligibility and what the Lions were trying to do and trying to mess with the Cowboys, that crew is going to crew and officiate Raven Steelers in front of the whole country. So the league is basically saying, look, we hear what you're saying about this crew. But we believe in this crew, and we are doubling down, tripling down, quadrupling down. Yeah. And they're putting them out there. I can't wait to hear what Chris Long's got to say about that and everything else that is at stake. Adam Schefter, Hour 3, with the latest in the NFL. And then Bruce Feldman in the middle of Hour 2. I want answers. (laughs) And I'm going to get them. Chris Long, next, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Oh, what a fun open. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. 
That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. All right, back here on the program. Um... Baker Mayfield would not have practiced today. Yeah. Didn't throw Wednesday, would not have practiced today if it was a full practice instead of a walkthrough. Kyle Trask took all the starter reps instead. Hmm. If he can play, I know he's going to try to play, says Todd Bowles. Hmm. All right. How about them apples? All right. Is that why... My, hold on a minute. Let me make sure this is right. It's his shoulder? Is that what it is? For Baker? Yeah. Uh, it's his ribs. Okay, that makes sense then. Ribs. It's his, it's his ribs. That makes sense because both my boys woke up today feeling something on so their sides. Side, yeah. And, yeah. And they were all like, Dad, what? Like, And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. And I didn't have an answer for him and then, yeah. Can, can we you, can we check with Brock yeah, Purdy uh-huh. and, Kyle and Kyle Hamilton, Hamilton to see if all my boys Yeah, I got to check on that. All my sons yeah. are feeling that? Kyle Hamilton was a doctor, so, so I, I don't I, know if that Hold on a minute cuz the Bucks did just play the Saints. This could be some form of voodoo. Right? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy looks healthy from what I've uh, confirmed. Okay. What does that mean? He's not my son anymore. <laughs> what about Kyle Hamilton? Kyle Hamilton's Are you adop- telling me something well, about my children? Kyle Hamilton adopted Brock Purdy uh, milkman situation. Oh my God! Why is Kyle adopted? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just trying to help you out, TJ. <laughs> I can explain this off. Come on now, the guy at the end of the stadium is a Jewish guy, right? Birds and bees situation. Yeah. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, we just went a little bit off the rails on our Roku channel. But I'm feeling it. It's the Rich Eisen Show radio network sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. All right. Greenlight Pod host, one of my favorites. Happy New Year to you, Chris Long. Happy New Year, sir. What's going on? Dude, a very happy New Year to you and the Michigan Wolverines. Oh. Oh. You have no idea. Uh, I, honestly, I know you've won championships before. Um, I haven't, okay? Mm. Uh, I, and football. I, I'm, I'm a Jet fan. I'm a 54-year-old man. That says it all, okay? Yeah. And then I started rooting for the Michigan Wolverines in 1986 when I first showed up on campus there, or late 85 when I was uh, accepted early admission. And because uh, I'm, you know, that's a humble brag. Let yeah, that was, that was good. Okay. I just, but, I don't even know what that means, early admission. It means I was smart enough to say I want to go there. I I was was smart enough to say I want to go there and nowhere else. Hey, listen, Mm -hmm. so I'm feeling it right now. But I'm sure you were part of the 27 million people who watched that game on ESPN. What did you think? I thought it was awesome. I loved, you know, like I think the the thing that's plagued 
as a casual college football fan, that whole playoff thing has been the first round games have been cheeks, Rich. They've mm-hmm. been terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been two touchdown games, that sort of thing. And so I thought getting two great games was awesome. And I love seeing the different styles of play. Like, you know, I love rock fights in the NFL. If it, if it's 12-9, sign me up <laughs> Thursday night, Monday night, I'll be in the chow line. And, you know, when it comes to college football, I just love seeing a 27-24 type game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like every possession mattered. And the run game mattered for Bama. And there were there was drama. There were bad snaps. There was a bad call on the goal line. I didn't understand that. Um, I thought it was great. And, you know, like I, Michigan, I have no issue with Michigan. In fact, I'm really excited to see Michigan in the national championship. But it's going to be hard for me to root for anybody but Washington because watching Penix at night, was like, you know, and I know it's the Pac-12 and a lot of people don't watch these games, but it was a great opportunity for people to see what this guy's got. And some of the throws he made, especially early in that game, backed up on the goal line, it's loud as hell there. Um, It's like 70% Texas. And to make those throws, it was incredible. And I think, like, it sucks for you guys because any other year, most of America would be rooting for you, but this is the last year of the Conference of Champions. And it's just like... Mm. The, the storylines are crazy. And so whoever wins, I think I'll be really happy as a casual fan. But it's hard for me not to root for Washington. That was just an amazing game. That's all right, Chris. And, and, and you know, you said that, you unfortunately, for Michigan this year, no one's going to be rooting for them. Everyone's going to be rooting for Washington. That's fine because we are now the villains. Aren't you aware of that? We're now the villains. Yeah. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's us versus everybody. And you, who used to put on dog masks to win a Super Bowl, you you would appreciate that mentality, right? That the whole locker room thinks the whole world's against him. That's potent. I will they use that and bottle on, it, sir. I like. They need it. to put on a Connor Stallions mask. <laughs> who is that? Wait a minute. Yeah, this I don't is know. A bad connection. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> Sorry, believe I that guy house. was there. I don't. Yeah. He, he was apparently there, but whatever. Yeah, I mean that's that's literally the way it is, and that's a potent. That is a very potent lotion to just, yes. you know, throw all the cologne to just spray on you, man, before a big yeah, game. Yeah, you got, you, you, got, you got Washington who feels like that. I had Cole Kublik on last night who's awesome, and I loved watching, as I called it, the Cube cast the other night. You know, they called it the McAfee cast, but I thought Kublik was great. And mm-hmm. Colt McCoy and all those guys and Acho and Harry Douglas, and they're doing laps around the stadium. But, you know, I, I, I think I, – I They've got that team of destiny vibe, and you guys have that us against the world vibe. And I think that makes for a really cool kind of deal. Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen Show. Walk me through what Steelers players are thinking when they hear the official for their must-have game is the one that was the official between the Lions and the Cowboys. Does that matter? Or we're just talking about it in the media? Chris. I, I think if you're going to get a good week out of this official, it's this week. Um, you know, like after you play poorly, you know, you, you always buy a team low, that type of thing, buy this officiating crew low. It's not like they missed a bunch of judgment calls. Like they just missed the most obvious communicative call of the night in the biggest spot. And, you know, I, I think the, the Lions got screwed. You can talk about the tripping penalty and that sort of thing. There are calls that are missed in every game. Um, I'm certainly not taking anything away from the Cowboys, but the way that game ended was tough. And, you know, like the Lions lost that game because 
they decided not to go to overtime after the first time that they used up two of their two point conversion plays, which are like, you know, you, you, you guard those things. You wait for your, you an opportunity to use your best play. They, they send a guy in motion on the first play. You get a timeout. Okay. So that one's out the door. And then you run that trick play that the referees totally botched because, you know, like I'm watching Decker, he's got his elbow out on that wide angle he's reporting like you can't convince me otherwise and the fact that the league says hey it's on the players that's the biggest bs in the world especially when you demote your officials in the the playoffs you know that's an acknowledgement of doing wrong but then you don't acknowledge it outwardly um but the issue i have is and i love dan campbell and i love the fact that he's aggressive and he takes every situation individually like whether it's the fake punt or the fourth and three that he goes, or the fourth and, and short that he he kicks the field goal tied at 10, or the two-point conversion. But I felt like he was a gambler chasing his losses. And believe me, it takes one to know one. Um, you know, like after that first one, you shouldn't be going again. You get bailed out on that next call. And then you're down to your, like, fourth two-point play. And you're at the four. And to me, the question is, do you trust Jared Goff to make that throw perfectly? Because if he makes it perfectly, the ball's probably at the pylon, right? And, and you know, we're, we're talking about the Lions winning. But because they lost that game, Rich, the ripple effects are huge. Mm-hmm. Dallas gets two home games, uh, and probably you've walked L.A. into Ford Field. You've walked Matt Stafford. You've walked Sean McVay into Ford Field, which is a tough matchup. I'm not saying Green Bay wouldn't be tougher. But there is a mental thing with that. And the way it happens is because Detroit doesn't win that game, San Francisco has nothing to play for this weekend. And you see the the ripple effect there with L.A. probably maybe winning that game um, and and sliding into that sixth seed. So it's not just a blown call. It's seismic. No doubt, Chris. I, I, I was hanging on your every word right there. So my follow-up for you is, defensive lineman can you be tricked in the manner that the lions attempted to trick the defensive line of the dallas cowboys and wound up tricking brad allen at the same time i mean is that information um do you do you, do you listen to exactly who's reported as eligible or does or do you watch it do you not do you if look you're not not if you're up? not like, not if you're not in coverage. Generally, a defensive line, when you get an unbalanced look or an extra tackle, you're going to make an adjustment based on how you adjust to those looks. So, mm-hmm. you know, like then you're in the run fit. But the guys in in pass coverage, and the reason I can't, like, I can't be too down on Dallas here is because when they report someone else eligible over the loudspeaker, that's that's the assumption that everybody on the back end is going off of. So there is the alternate universe or there is there is the scenario where you know you have to acknowledge that Dallas didn't think that uh, Decker was eligible in the first place, and that's on the officiating crew too. Now, in an alternate universe where they say Decker's elig- eligible, that play's probably played differently. So there's a couple things at play here, and I think Dallas, had they known who was eligible, maybe they have a fighting chance to stop that play, but you know, all around just bad. And if I was a league and I had multiple two-point conversions to say either, hey, give the ball with to Dallas with 13 seconds to go down one. We screwed this up. You had three minutes, probably four minutes to do that. There's a phone line from, from New York. You know, I know that would have felt like the hand of God or something or like, you know, somebody playing God from New York, but, and it had been unprecedented, but there's so much on the line, like replay the down or give Detroit the ball 
or give Dallas the ball rather with 13 seconds to go down one. That to me, the mechanics of that situation are tough. And it's not like they just kicked the ball off 30 seconds later. There was a ton of time to get that right. So just a, a real blind spot for the league. Chris Long, green light with Chris Long podcast host here uh, on the Wednesday before week 18 in the NFL. All right. I, I, I don't know how much further Philadelphia can, can fall. Right? Oh, they can fall. They can, they can go. They can fall further. Well, I mean, uh, I listen, <laughs> uh, but they can't fall further than five. Right. So they, oh, they yeah, yeah. right. So, and, and I, part of what you just were, were talking about uh, the end of lions Cowboys and the ripple effect. And you say Cowboys get two playoff games at home. If they, they survive super wild card weekend, um, <clears throat> You know, and we're assuming they're going to beat the Washington Commanders, and then the Eagles are going to have to go to the NFC South champ. I mean, yeah, do you fall so far that they they get one and done by an eight and nine team potentially, a nine and eight Bucks team? Like, is that is that is that what you're talking about right now? They, they, Chris? The Eagles, the Eagles defense since Week Twelve and EPA is bottom three. Okay, like they have one of the worst defense in the league, and I'm not being personal. I'm not piling on. There's nothing some of my buddies can do about that up front. You know, the guys that I still talk to, um, and this isn't coming from them. I, I try to stay out of that stuff talking to my boys. I mean, like, right. you know, I text Lane after the game. It's just how you're feeling. You know, you look great. It's not, hey, what's Brian Johnson doing? Um, I, these are my conclusions. Yes. They're too They're too bad. Uh, on the back end, the personnel is too bad. The linebacker play too bad. Um, and this defensive front, which would be a plus, um, on a lot of other teams, you're not able to unlock their ability to rush the passer because the fraction is the time, but also the run fits are bad. And you saw that a lot during the Cardinals game. You know, it, you're not just one dimensionally bad, you know, um, James Conner, who's a great back. And I think Arizona, the reason I was worried about this game was Arizona has looked like a professional offensive outfit since Kyler's been back. Ball barely touched the ground in the second half for him. Conner had maybe his best game of the year. Michael Carter is, is looking like an all pro and that all that stuff is happening against your guys on the, and things like Ringo being flat footed on fourth and four and giving up inside release. This stuff happens all the time. In the NFL, every Sunday, things like Rick's getting shook in the open field, stuff like that. But when it happens to the Eagles, it's so spectacularly bad. And it's also so, so frequent that there's just too much to overcome. And the, and the run fits are suffering, too. You could see that Sunday. So all the lifelines that Howie Roseman has thrown, and he's so well known for throwing these lifelines late in the season, whether it's our Super Bowl year bringing in Jay Ajayi, you know, bringing in Golden Tate the next year when we made a run, came up short. Um, this year it's been Bayard. The coverage hasn't been great. It's been uh, Leonard, and there's a reason he he wound up out of Indy. They're in the middle of a playoff push, you know. Um, and then, you know, Avante Maddox getting back, who really that started the slide losing him. You think he's coming to the rescue. He gets beat some late in that game. So the lifelines are even drying up. And so for me – yeah, you can lose to the Bucs. I mean, you can absolutely lose to the Bucs. Now, I heard what you guys said right before I came on, and I bet Carolina immediately. Uh, at, at They're catching six points this weekend. So it's no foregone conclusion that it is the Bucs. Yeah. But I, I think the Eagles are in a place where they can lose to anybody. Now, I think they can still beat anybody in the NFC short of San Francisco. I still think they can beat Dallas. I still think they can they. 
you know, yeah, but you're going to have to score 30 points. And that's the uncomfortable truth right now of being a Philadelphia Eagles. You have to win these shootouts. And I can remember when, when being in a two-minute drill at the link for the offense, you know, trying to score a field goal or touchdown at the end of that game with 75,000 people or whatever it is going nuts, that was a scary thing for the offense. Like, I remember a time. I was there. And last year, it was scary. Now it's flipped. And when they kicked that field goal at the end of the game, because of a penalty, because of, you know, play calls and all that stuff, the whole crowd knew what time it was. You know, they knew we were going to lose this game or go to overtime because that's what you get when you play the Eagles in a two-minute situation right now. Seattle, the Giants made it too close, and then they lose a game in the two-minute um, situation this Sunday. Well, I mean, a lot to, to chew on right there. First, for our radio audience, the information you were referring to that we talked about on our Roku channel is that Baker Mayfield isn't practicing today um, in a walkthrough, and Todd Bowles saying that if it was a full practice, he still would not have practiced as well. So his availability for Sunday is uh, questionable, to say the least, right now without that actual official injury designation. And then just in terms of what you said about the Eagles, you take a look at their schedule from this year, I mean, they they beat a, a Minnesota team with Kirk Cousins, even though that was yep. in their, their winless start. Um, and Tampa wasn't what Tampa turned into just yet. Um, they came out here and beat the Rams when the Rams were clearly better than people thought. They yep. smoked the Dolphins. They, you know, did get some help against Dallas, as well as Marquez Valdez-Scantling dropping a ball at Kansas City. And then obviously Buffalo having something in overtime go against them when Allen threw one way and Gabe Davis ran another. But why, I mean, there's a lot of green up on that screen for wins. Why can't they find that? I mean, you make it seem like there's no, there's really uh, obviously anything's possible, but is is that team gone? Is that, is that basically team from weeks one to week 12 gone? All of a sudden, well, the the quality wins they've had, um, you know, they've been able to score. Right. And, you know, like the Buffalo game, Buffalo went up and down the field on them. Um, that defense has always been kind of a problem this year, especially with the injuries. And then when Slade decides to get scoped at the end of the year, you know, you got Bradbury out here there who's not a man corner. And the personnel is just bad. And I think also more than anything, how many times do you see Super Bowl teams have to replace both coordinators? I know the answer. It's not often. Right. Um, I think San Francisco had to do it in the 90s. I think the, the the Patriots had to do it in the early 2000s, and it's just a tall task. And I think, you know, the offense is running a poor imitation of last year's offense. Um, I think sometimes you assume that because, you you know, you know the things that a quarterback likes or the scheme is going to be somewhat similar, you know, you think things are just going to roll over in the next year. But offensive coordinators are game planners. They're teachers of the scheme. They're quarterback whispers. They're people that – understand how to use people you know it's not just because you have the menu doesn't mean that you know what to order at a given moment and I think I think that's been the problem you lost the touch of a guy who's gone out every week pretty much in Indy and scored a touchdown in the first drive Shane's a wizard and I think defensively John Gannon proved why you know this year he was although he took a lot of crap in Philly a real deal ball coach. And that guy knew that team really well. And he came in there and got that win. So they have lost some good coordinators and it's hard to replace those guys. And they're just not the same team as last year. Like even earlier in the season, when we lauded them for getting to 10 and one or 10 and two or 10 and three, 
after a Super Bowl. That is special. Make no mistake about it. They have done some special stuff this year, but they've been flawed since the beginning of the season. And, you know, San Francisco is in a class above the rest. And that's been something that I think we knew from the beginning of the season. Last one for you, Chris Long. You're the perfect guy to ask about this because, you know, you know what it takes to win in this league. You know what it takes to win a championship and a Super Bowl in this league. You're also a 38-year-old with kids. What? Joe Flacco? Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> like, put into words what's happening right now for Joe? I think I think it's incredible. I, I think, first off, Kevin Stefanski, amazing coach. And, and I knew that before this year. I think his schemes are awesome. I think he puts defense in a lot of binds. But losing Chubb, you know, losing quarterbacks, starting four different quarterbacks, you know, look at the move he made. Look at the move that Barry and them made by by saying, hey, we're going to pick up Flacco off the street and we're going to play him. The Jets, Robert Sala, sorry, you can't win them all, Rich. You know, it can't be Michigan and the Jets in the same year. But Robert Sala is talking about, you know, Joe Flacco's an F-150. It's nice to have a, a truck like that in December. You know, like, and I'm like, well, you you could have leased one, man. You know, like, there, there are other teams that passed up on Joe. And for them to make that move, I think they knew he had something in the tank. And even if he didn't, his leadership is evident. Okay? And it's cool to be a young guy in the NFL. Talked about this on Inside the NFL yesterday. It's cool to be a young guy in the NFL. But what's really even cooler is being a vet with clout. When you walk into a locker room and all the young guys, they want to know what you know. They want to know what it takes to get there. They they gravitate towards you, you know, and I think Joe has that on the ultimate level because he's a quarterback. He's won a Super Bowl. And then when you go out there and play the way he's played, he's unlocked the confidence in them. Schematically, now you got to defend every blade of grass because he takes shots. And uh, I think I, I, I think back to 2017 when Frank Reich our offensive coordinator at the time was asked about Nick Foles and how do you give a backup quarterback the confidence that he needs to succeed? Frank said, and this isn't a direct quote, but he goes, I think we have the opposite problem with Nick Foles. The guy wants to make every throw, you know, he wants to, he wants to, he, he wants to, he wants to finish you, you know, like this guy, he wants to hit every area of the field and make all the throws. And I think Joe's the same way he's aggressive. And so you didn't just find a game manager. You found a guy who wants to go for the kill. And I think that's the thing that they have to walk a thin line on because, hey, they're really good. I, I, I didn't think they'd be as good without Amari Cooper. I wanted to look like I wanted to see what they'd look like with Amari Cooper against a team with two corners. But they didn't have him, and they still moved the ball up and down the field. But the thing that can bite them is turnovers. They have a minus seven or minus eight differential. Rich, if you go back the last 10 years and look at the Super Bowl – there's only two teams, I think, that got there with a minus turnover differential, you well, know, and so that's well, the thing that they have to clean up. That could be born out of, though, having DTR and P.J. Walker, right, starting a ton of games throughout the year, too. So my last question as a follow-up is, you mentioned Foles. You won it all of them. You think the Browns can win it all? What do you think? They can beat anybody in the AFC. They can beat anybody in the AFC. And if you look at turnover differential, to your point, I had the same thought. But if you sort it for last three games, they're still not great. Okay. You know, and Flacco throwing picks sometimes and and some of the, you know, the, the turnovers they've had can be the thing to get in the way of that. But if if they have a plus turnover differential during the playoffs, I put them in a group of four. Okay. Yeah. I put I put San Francisco and Baltimore in one group. 
you know, if you want to include two other teams in 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 that group, I think the Bills and and the, the Browns are are two teams that can do the whole thing. But the caveat is, if you look up in January and they're minus five in the playoffs, don't come to me and say. Well, you said the Browns could win it all. They can only win it all if they stop turning the ball over. If they stop turning the ball over, that team can win it all. Well, what about the Ravens? I know I got to let you go, but I mean, the Ravens Ooh. are, they, they're killing everybody. So you got to throw them in. It's got to be a group of five. Well, yeah, right? it is. It, no, I, I had the, I, my group of four is the Ravens, okay. the Niners. Okay. And then, and then the, the Cleveland Browns and the Bills. Okay. It, and the Bills and the Browns are kind of in that dangerous group that can, okay. can do it. Now, a lot of teams can do it, and part of that's going to be predicated on if somebody knocks San Francisco off, then all of a sudden you got a couple teams in the AFC that can win it. Um, and if somebody knocks San Francisco off, like I don't know what a matchup with Dallas or Philly and whatever the AFC's got to offer looks like. I just don't know. So there's a couple things that hinge on teams getting eliminated, but I think this is as wide open as it's been in Baltimore, the thumping that they put. The fourth and seven, Rich that they threw the ball to Isaiah likely. My jaw was on the floor when the offense stayed out there. It's 21-13. The Dolphins, I've said this, I've been banging this drum, every time they play a playoff team, they average about 19 points a game. Um, But I'm still afraid of that offense for some reason. And so going into the half, you're going to get the ball out of the half. It's 21-13. You say the hell with it. We're that confident in the team we have. You watched the Dallas game a week ago. I felt like Dallas and Miami were vying to see who would play who would play from ahead, and it was, like, tight early in that game. Baltimore was playing against themselves. They were like, can we score 60? That was their attitude, and Lamar's the MVP. They look like the best team in the league right now. Oh, don't forget, if you root for the Washington Huskies, you're rooting against all Harbaugh's, pal, and it looks like it's a Harbaugh year. You know what I'm saying? It might be a Harbaugh He's year, man. Better you than them. right. You know? And his dad, their dad. Looks the, just, Jack is the greatest. Like, I, Jackson I know that's how dads it works with dads, but like this guy, I thought it was, I thought it was an AI, like you know when <laughs> you know. <laughs> when 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 you when you when when you know the Chinese get your camera roll on TikTok, <laughs> and you you put in like your face, and all of a sudden they own you. Like it, there's a there's one of those AI things that if I put my face in, I could see what yeah. I look like when I'm eighty. I thought that's what it was with Jim. <laughs> it's, it's, just it's Jack chip off the old block. Um, Chris, good luck, um, you know, with your shows this week. Let's chat next week as always. And have me on during the playoffs. please. Let's do it, dude. Yeah. Come through. Let me know. You tell me. All right, buddy. You got my after a Michigan win, maybe. Oh, uh, okay. Even if not, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, okay. you, you got me. You had me at hello, Chris Long. Thanks okay, for the time. Bro. Yeah. Happy New Year. That's right, the New Year. Walter Payton man of the year. 2018 Super Bowl champ twice over host of green light pod as well as a co-host of inside the NFL and the CW. Let's take a break. Lots to chew on right there. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% 
on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When you see the video of you throwing to Tyree, okay, what do you think of when you see that? I just smile. I just, I'm just thankful thankful for David Tyree, man. There's, there's not a, a better person and, and a guy who just... Uh, you know, who had the worst week of practice in the history of, of all practices on that Friday and dropped every pass and, Come on. you know, thought he was going to be the starting receiver. And then Dyko, you know, comes back and plays that game. And then, sure enough, in the game, David Tyree has a touchdown catch and then makes the catch, you know, with Rodney Harrison hanging all over him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bob Poppin giving the call saying, you know, he's got a wide open receiver. You know, and I guess that's wide open in the NFL. And, uh, you know, David Tyree, just the, the will, the desire was there. And just catching it off the helmet, just what a, what an unbelievable story. And, and uh, you know, never, never get tired of watching that play. All right, well, Chris Brockman, my on-air compadre here. What do you tell him? Go ahead, tell him what you say every time. Now that he's here, you can say it to his face. Go ahead, Chris. Well, usually I You're say it to Sean O'Hara because Sean is here. But, right. I mean, there were 14 different holdings on that play. holding. Eli, what do you say to that when... When he says <laughs> holding, yeah, he sees holding. I didn't, I didn't see. How, how can you have holding? They didn't block anybody. You know, they let them run in. You know, I was getting sat by four, all four players. You know, they kind of just blocked them off. You know, I think you know, it's not really holding. If the guy's holding me. You know, like a defense player is holding me. I think you're allowed to do whatever you want right. to the uh, to the you know to the right. pass rusher at that point. If I'm in the like grass, they can just grab them also and pull them off. It's kind of a yeah. it's kind of free range at that point. At I that agree. moment, I agree. You, you, Chris, you see holding. Eli sees grasping. That's what he sees. <laughs> I see the greatest play ever. That's I, right. There's I a giant. I was right there, Eli. <laughs> I was sitting right there. I was there in the <laughs> building. That's it. Happy 43rd birthday to Eli Manning. Hey. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. The Joe Flacco, uh, Flacco sans, as we've termed it here, is unbelievable. It really is. And again, this these are humans in helmets, right? And pants. And we, we, we always <clears throat> talk about their their play and not think about that's a father of five at age 38 who's been sitting around all I mean, honestly <laughs> uh, he's been sitting around September October November sitting around I guess doing workouts figuring out you know sticking with his nutrition regimen yeah. uh, what you have to do when Throwing. you're pushing 40 yeah, man absolutely and keeping up and I'm sure you know Taking kids to school and picking the kids up at school and Chris, you'll you'll find out parenting becomes chauffeuring. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. And 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 the number of times I'm sure he's just like, I'm working out and 
I, I don't know Mrs. Flacco's name, but she deserves some mention right here because she's, you know, watching him be a quarterback again or or hoping to be a quarterback again. And Dana. Dana must have, I mean, she deserves all the kudos as well. Certainly when she hears a soundbite from Joe Flacco like this. Guys look at you a little bit differently just because of the fact that I've played, this is the 16th year that I've been in this league. And you can tell that guys look at you a little bit differently just because of that. I mean, I'm dealing with, you know, I, I always say it. If I messed up in high school, I mean, I could be these kids' dads. You know, it's like, uh, it's, it, it's, so there is, you know, there's something that, you know, they probably do look at me a little bit differently just because of that. Uh, to get a sense of what kind of impact, who knows? Um, I'm just being myself and trying to help them win games. And I think when you're yourself, that's the best chance you have to impact people so hopefully i've had something two drink minimum flacco where's what we're getting right now i love it i love it <laughs> this is the storyline we did not know we needed and cleveland has full-on belief and hope and it is well founded for real because you've got a coach of the year already, could be two-time coach of the year, depending on how everything breaks for Kevin Stefanski, because there's a lot of other terrific candidates. One in Baltimore, clearly. One that could be in Houston. One that you could absolutely make a case for in Detroit. To name a few. But this defense and that offense, with this guy who's playing like the Super Bowl MVP he was and may be again. This is real, man. And good thing he didn't mess up in high school. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> QB1 in high school. Hey. But I remember Flacco, like where is he? He's just like, hey, I'm making hey, jokes. Hey, what's up, guys? Winning games, 300 yards before halftime. Look at me taking naps. Winning games to the Cleveland Browns. Look out, AFC South winner. He's coming your way on Super Wild Card Weekend. Bruce Feldman in studio, hour two, and my power ranking still to come, too. Love it. You got to love that soundbite there, huh? I love it. I, I, I'm rooting for them. I want them to win. Well, they've got the Bengals this weekend. Um, Let's give them a 12th win. Why not? Right? I, I would the rare... Case, what, what what was the last 12-win wildcard team? Was Flacco going to play? They're locked into five, right? They're locked into five. Yeah, so I don't – are any uh, of them, those guys, going to play? I don't think they have the um, – I think Flacco's going to play. Absolutely he's going to play. They, as much as I've been singing praises and lionizing, they're, they still need to, you know – keep some reps going here I mean, just, like he's still he still has only played yeah a handful mm -hmm. of games literally i, I look at the i look at these things with them i look at these things you do not uh bengal's six point favorite tells me flacco not playing okay maybe maybe give him give him a quarter i don't know uh, he's he strikes me somebody could take care of himself just get rid of the football yeah okay Maybe that's what people are thinking. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. But, um, and then an AFC South winner, 
And unless the Dolphins slash Bills beat the Chiefs, and unless whoever is the seventh seed doesn't beat the Bills slash Dolphins, they're going to Baltimore. Let's go.